Caroline Dowd-Higgins. Thank you for listening to Your Working Life, my podcast series featuring thought leaders in the career and personal growth arena. You spend a significant portion of your life at work, so my goal is to provide you with tools, inspiration, and resources so you can enjoy your career and love your life. And I am delighted to welcome my very special guest to the show today, Amy Mewborn. Amy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Caroline. I'm super excited to be here. Oh, I'm really glad. We have so much to talk about, but let me tell our listening audience all over the world about you. Amy Mewborn is a serial entrepreneur, CEO, author, and operations expert, a 20-plus year business advisor in finance, marketing, and operations. Amy has worked with business owners of large organizations such as Ford, Chuck E. Cheese, and Venturi Wine Aerator, love that, (laughs) as well as burgeoning entrepreneurs. And she's been featured on CBS, CW, Fox, iVillage, and HuffPost. And she released her best-selling book, The Great Escape, The Successful Woman's Guide to Escaping the 9 to 5. And Amy, we have a lot to talk about, so let's dive right in. What prompted you to write this book? So... First of all, the book is kind of a culmination of all of the stories of me making my transition out of corporate America into being an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, people people don't realize that sometimes that's not always an easy transition. Right. And I think a lot of times you look at someone who is a successful business owner and you don't realize sometimes some of the struggles that went in before they finally reached their success. And I really wanted to make sure that I honored that and explained to women that I believe that being an entrepreneur can be one of the most amazing and rewarding things you could ever do with your life, but it's not always going to be easy. You know, thank you for being so real because so many women and men, you know, most most of my listening audience are women around the globe, but this is so appropriate for men as well. We have this idea of the perfect life, whether we're a wife or a partner or a mom or a best friend, and we've got to be in the gym and be fit and healthy and successful in our career, and it can be stressful. So thank you for saying, look, it's, it's okay. We do not all have it together. And when you see a successful business owner, you often don't realize that maybe they've been working in that business or other businesses, sometimes for five years, sometimes for 20 years, before they genuinely reach the level of success that they're proud of. And I find that it's it's really hard sometimes to juggle everything, being a great wife, being a mom, being being a good friend, taking care of yourself, all of it, it just, it's not always easy. You know, you, you talked about how you once heard Randy Zuckerberg uh, say that you can do it all, but not alone. And, and I believe in that it takes a village mindset. Tell me more about that. So first of all, I think that one of the biggest things that I see with women entrepreneurs in particular is that we're so used to doing it all ourselves. And we're often afraid to hire that first staff person or to outsource something. And it's a couple things. First of all, I think a lot of times we're afraid to spend the money. But also I think we're afraid that someone won't do it like we would. And so we keep doing every single task ourselves. Well, the problem with that is that if you genuinely want to grow and scale a business, 
it's impossible for you to be doing all of the $10 an hour tasks and still be genuinely doing everything you need to do to be out in the world marketing your business, uh, serving your clients, and all of the things that really are your unique ability. Yeah, I think actually you nailed it so beautifully. Think about it in the business model. It doesn't make financial sense for you to be doing those, let's say, administrative tasks at a lower dollar per hour, right? Do the high-level things that only you can do. Absolutely. So, Amy, let me pick your brain a little bit. You talk in the book so beautifully about how women contact you all the time who want to start their own business. and. They want to leave their corporate job, maybe those golden handcuffs and the security of that known entity. How do you coach them where to start? So the first thing I always want to start with is where are they financially in their current personal situation? Because the businesses that I have seen that have struggled the most have often struggled because they've been severely undercapitalized from the moment they began. So if you have just a little bit of money sometimes to throw at a problem when it comes up, you'll find that that problem is a lot less big than if you're sitting there looking at it and you're like, oh my goodness, that's gonna cost me $300 to get that fixed and that $300 is gonna make or break you. So I always wanna make sure that a potential entrepreneur has a personal cash reserve that they know how much they need to make on a monthly basis to make their bills and that they have a serious plan to make that happen. And I want to also uh, mention that you know your toolbox includes so many extraordinary skills in, in helping others increase revenue in their business decrease expenses, build more profitable businesses, and gain more financial and lifestyle freedom. And what I'm hearing you say is that's what this is all about, you know, earning the money, but also getting your life back so you're not working around the clock and can't even enjoy what you're earning. So if we're on the planet, let's just say 80 years, okay. and you, you basically grow up and it age five you start going to school and you do that until 18 and then you go to college and you do that until 22 plus and then you start working and nowadays we're working till 65 and 70 oh yeah yeah then that's leaving you maybe 10 years of quote-unquote fun time well that's often when you're maybe struggling with some health challenges or any other number of things and do you really want to be putting off the things that really drive your soul until you're 70 years old. So I'm a huge advocate on the concept of work-life balance. And for me, it's basically work hard, play hard. And I genuinely believe that there are days that you shut your computer down and you shut your phone off. And there are very few things in my life or my business that if for one day I'm not reachable, that it's going to make everything fall apart. You know, and, that's such good wisdom. It takes a lot of guts to do that. Did you have to work up to that or was that always part of your mojo? Fortunately, I think that's one of the things that came really well from corporate America for me is that when I was at work, I gave 110% while I was there. But when I left, I genuinely tried to shut it off. 
Now, as an entrepreneur, that is a lot harder to do because people are really depending on us. And especially if I'm someone's one call or I'm their advisor and they're in the middle of a crisis, then I need to be available. But I can say that for me, I feel like Sundays are kind of that day that I genuinely try one day a week to let everyone that works with me know I can't always be 100% accessible to you all day on Sunday. Send me a text. I often leave my phone in another room. I will come and check it once or twice during the day. And I don't check my email. I only check my texts. And that way, if anyone needs me, they can reach me. So I'm here in Vegas right now, and I had a serious SOS from a client earlier this week and she texted me a couple times, she called me a couple times and she's like, I have a serious challenge right now. I am happy to drop everything and help in that case. But I genuinely believe that we all need to try to honor the fact that it's our quiet time that gives us the creativity and the ability to move our businesses forward. I really appreciate how you use the word honor because if we honor ourselves in carving out that time we really teach other people how to treat us and I think sometimes if we don't put those parameters in place or set those boundaries people will just exploit them because they they don't know any better so thank you for giving everyone permission to set those boundaries everyone should have a set of boundaries because We need them with our spouse, we need them with our families, we need them with our clients, we need them with ourselves. I mean, for me, one of the biggest boundaries I'm trying to put into place is that when I step into my bedroom, my phone does not come with me. And that's hard because a lot of times it's the last thing I check before I go to bed at night and that's not a good habit to be in. So. I believe that the only way to really have any level of work-life balance is to have some type of boundaries. Excellent. I applaud that. So, Amy, the book, The Great Escape, The Successful Woman's Guide to Escaping the 9 to 5, is not just for entrepreneurs, right? These, uh, uh, these rules, if you will, these lifestyle concepts apply to, to all of us, correct? Absolutely. It was really kind of written for that person that wants to do something different, do something more, but so many of the concepts are really for women as a whole because my background is finance and what I found a lot of times, especially in very wealthy families, is that the women didn't fully participate in the financial decisions or even sometimes the financial knowledge of the families and In the practice that I had participated in, about a third of our clients were surviving spouses. They were widows. And there's nothing like seeing a woman whose husband has just passed away, she didn't know anything about the family finances, and all of a sudden she's handed $10 million. Wow. And she comes in and she looks with these big eyes and she's like, I don't know what to do with this. And that's heartbreaking because often the kids start thinking, well, 
mom got all the money and now I want this, I need this or whatever. So I feel like it's so important that women in particular genuinely understand and have some level of control in their own financial future. And Amy, I I think that distinguishes you far and away from so many other business coaches, your extraordinary expertise in the financial realm. So help me understand, because so many women listening are saying, okay, I need Amy as my coach. What kinds of things do you work on as a coach with, with your clients? So first of all, one of the biggest things I want everyone to do is to take stock in their personal financial situation. Just like we kind of were talking about earlier, if you don't understand where you are and what you need in your lifestyle, your business is just going to be all over the board because you're never going to know, do I have enough money to reinvest into this program or into this new service or anything if you don't know that I need $5,000 a month or $10,000 a month or $20,000 a month to maintain my lifestyle. So first thing is always, where are you financially, personally, and then what do you have set aside that you can put into the business to grow, what's coming into the business and so as soon as you get a really good handle on your personal finances and then your business finances I believe that every single woman business owner needs a good business bookkeeper and my background is finance I still don't do my own books because it's really good for me for someone else to go in input the data run the reports and then I look at the reports clean And I have a much different perspective on what those reports say than I would have if I was looking at them as I was going along. Um, Then I'm also a huge advocate on helping someone find a great business attorney. I find women all the time that are running businesses and they started their LLC on LegalZoom and they have all these contracts with potential staff people or whatever and those contracts have never been tested by an attorney or any type of law and it worries me because a lot of times if it's not set up properly we're literally exposing our entire financial future right right so my my real specialty is kind of getting into the nuts and bolts of who you are, where you want to go, and how you're going to get there using automation and using your financial situation to grow and scale. Such an important uh, set of skills and and frankly, as a fellow entrepreneur, I I do know this is the age of the entrepreneur. We're calling this the gig economy and, and people are hanging that virtual shingle for their services or their products and you've got to do it well and right and correctly and what you're talking about that financial expertise whether it is your advisor and your bookkeepers and and your legal counsel are not things that you should skip you must cross those t's and and dot those i's so amy walk us through some of the biggest lessons that you have helped women through in their business so you can whet their appetite to to read this extraordinary book so i would say that one of the biggest lessons is a personal lesson and it's the fact that my husband and I uh, are both self-employed and when I left finance I was the primary breadwinner and for 
us, it was a big challenge for me to go and have a have a steady income go away and then have two of us that had incomes that were all over the board and we still had the expensive bills and the expensive home and all of the things that we had when I was making six figures twice a week and you know it's really funny when all of a sudden the income starts to change yeah how how differently you value your things all of a sudden that million dollar house didn't feel nearly as important because I was working a lot harder and a lot more differently for it yeah, yeah. Um, I think the other biggest lesson is again teaching women that you're never gonna be able to grow if you're trying to do it all yourself and not too long ago I was working with a group of about 20 women business owners at a local co-working space in San Diego and there were some really successful women business owners here in the room and I was surprised that of the 20 people there only two of them had any type of personal or virtual assistant and what that said to me was basically the fact that they were gonna be stuck eventually whether they realized it then or not you're never ever gonna be able to grow to a place where the business doesn't require you if you're building the business around you day in and day out Ah, beautifully put beautifully put Wow. Amy, your book is extraordinary. I want to remind our listeners it's called The Great Escape, The Successful Woman's Guide to Escaping the Nine to Five. And it's particularly honest and candid. And you share such great wisdom and expertise about becoming an entrepreneur, but also getting your life back in the process. How do we follow you out in the social media realm, Amy? And how can we buy the book? Sure. So first of all, you can find the book on Amazon. It's called The Great Escape. Uh, we're actually giving it away right now to listeners of a few different podcasts. And we'll honor that to you. So you can find it at amymewborn.com forward slash book. Uh, you can find me on social media. I'm Amy Mewborn on both Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me on Facebook as well. I'm pretty active on social media and love to connect with people one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, even if people reach out to me, have not hired me, I genuinely like to hear from women and just hear what's going on in their businesses, where they're struggling, and I, I love to just kind of give anything that I can. Amy, thank you so much. You're a joy. I learned a lot today. I know our listeners did as well. The book is extraordinary. I wish you continued success, and I thank you for sharing your wisdom with our global audience today. Thank you, Caroline. It's been a pleasure. I want to thank all of you for tuning in to Your Working Life, where my goal is to help you design your career destiny so it doesn't happen by default. Career and life satisfaction is possible, and it's time to embrace what you love doing so you can do more of it. The show is now available on iTunes, YouTube, Podbean, and Stitcher. Hey, leave a comment because I always appreciate hearing from my listeners. I'm Caroline Dowd Higgins. Take good care.